Keyboard Kimura AV Network is presented by OneBone. Fall is here, and OneBone has you covered when it comes to looking fresh as the temperatures start to cool. From numerous short sleeve styles and cuts, to long sleeve selections, hoodie options, the Essential Bomber, and the Trench Hoodie, OneBone has styles, colors, and sizes to meet all your needs this fall. As a supporter of the Keyboard Kimura AV Network, use promo code ESK10 at checkout. That's my initials, ESK, and the number 10 for 10% off your order. Based in Montreal, everything is Canadian made, but ships all over the world. So check out the website, onebone.com, or download the app and join the OneBone family today. OneBone, big and all. on friday dropping punch drunk predictions dropping so you want to make a bet here we are esk back in the place your friendly neighborhood spencer man i am so damn excited you can see it i hope you can see it i hope you can tell i hope you can hear it in my voice if you're listening to just the audio version of this it is so good to be back it is so good to be home it is so good to be feeling relatively healthy i've still got a little bit of a head cold but you know through covid no ill effects from the car accident on monday Fights coming up on Saturday, back in the business, back doing this thing. I'm I'm pumped. The the office is coming together. Got a little if you if you watch the punch drunk predictions already, you already saw this reveal. But we we got the boom arm, we got the sure mic. It's coming together. We're missing one cable. We're missing one cord to connect this preamp to this ear microphone, but we're getting that soon. Um somehow XLR cables are are in hot demand around these parts, but that's coming soon. The new desktop is coming soon. More content is coming to these channels from me, from myself, from Harry, from the team. We're just, we're going to just pump stuff out through the rest of this year. 10 events left in the UFC schedule. We get some, some empty weeks in there. We get some bye weeks in there where we can do some different stuff. Maybe we'll call up some friends, do some interviews, bring some fighters on, do some different stuff. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm so excited. So happy to be back. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for sticking it out through that two-week gap when I went to Newfoundland. I hope you all enjoyed UFC 279 and the Song Yudong Corey Sanhagen card. Oh man, it's good to be back. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm also a little bit nervous because we're getting into bets. And so far, it's been a rough start to this venture for your boy. I started doing this in August. I, I teased that I was going to start doing it I launched officially keeping track of it, putting my my picks out there in August. Now, listen, I didn't come into this expecting that I was going to just cash tickets, right? I didn't. I know better than to expect that I'm going to come out here and just string of wins, right? Units on units on units, stacks on stacks on. I know that's not how it works. And so, being down early isn't surprising. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. It sucks. So the last card that I put out picks for was the Paris card. It didn't go well. After that, I reached out to some people that I respect in this industry, in this field, in this sort of genre of things, the sports betting, the MMA gambling 
sort of industry just to make sure that my reads, that sort of the way I was coming at this wasn't askew, that I that I wasn't making bad decisions, that the results just didn't happen to be there. And so the feedback that I got was that, look, this is sort of just the way it goes, right? You got to ride that out. And your, your theory, your methodology, your ideas are pretty sound. They just haven't hit. And I can deal with that. I grew up around racetracks. I grew up picking horse races, things like that. I understand that some days you're cashing tickets and some days you're crumpling them and walking away. So far, I've been crumpling them and walking away. So I started tracking them, as I said, at the start of August at a couple of events there where I where I wasn't here, UFC 279 and that Sanhagen song fight. So we're basically only talking about four fights or four fight cards, excuse me. So far, I've wagered 33.5 units. I've returned 27.53 units. And that's a total loss of 5.97 units, which is a return of investment of negative 17.28%. All of which is not great, Dave. But this weekend is a chance to get it moving in the right direction. And so the thing I'm trying to keep in mind as I do this is, is exactly what those people that I respect sort of preached to me. Is that it just takes time. Like four events isn't going to be enough time to really get a read on whether you're you're making the right calls here and you're doing some good things. And like, it may take six months, it may take 12 months before we start seeing real return and build that bankroll up a little bit and get it to a point where we're having profits and, and the odd, the odd poor card doesn't really kill us. Starting point here, this, this early stages of the things, bad nights look even worse on the on the ledger right they look even worse because there's no track record of success yet we're hoping to change that though we got some good fights this weekend or some good betting opportunities i think this weekend and so we're going to get into it before we do as always i make these selections out of fun this is pretend money for me i'm i'm speaking about hypothetical dollars i'm speaking about hypothetical units here and if you're wagering on this weekend's card or any sporting matter, sporting event for that matter, I urge you, I encourage you, I beg of you to please do so responsibly. Whether you're watching the video version of this or listening to the audio version of this, there will be links posted in each for um, gambling help centers, responsible gambling programs, both in Canada and the United States. If you or someone you love has an issue with it, please check those out. This is meant to be this is meant to be fun. We're meant to have a good time with this. This is money that you that you can afford to lose is the way I will always put it. Don't gamble with stuff that you can't afford to lose because at the end of the day, the house always wins. It's hard to make a profit in this. So please be responsible. And with that said, on to the bets. So the first one and I'm going to run through these from main card on down because it's just the easiest way to do it. And in, in this instance, for this, and I don't have a bet on every fight, because that would just be way too much. Um, but in this instance, in this fight card, the main event is actually the one where I've invested the most, and that's Mackenzie Dern, with one unit to win by finish at minus 110, one unit to win by decision at plus 350, half a unit to win in round one at plus 300, and then a quarter unit to win in round two at plus 500, round three at plus 900, round four at plus 1600, and round five at plus 2800. 
So clearly, I think Mackenzie Dern is going to win. If you watch the punch drunk predictions, explained there that I think she just has so many more avenues to get this done. I don't necessarily think that Yan Zhaonan has a great deal of ways to win this fight. She's not a power hitter. She's not a submission threat. She's not going to outgrapple Mackenzie Dern. And so it would have to be death by a thousand cuts, right? High volume punching approach. And I just don't see that happen. And so in, in assessing this to where I think Dern wins, I wanted to look at ways to get some value, right? Mackenzie Dern's a big favorite in this fight. She's coming in at minus 250, but we can still find ways to make profit and get some plus money. And so the finish line at, at minus 110, I tend to think, I tend to lean towards her getting a finish in this fight. And so making nearly a unit in return for an outcome that I think is probably greater than 50% likely to happen feels like a reasonable bet. I throw the one unit on there for the decision because I do think there is the possibility that if Dern can't get this done by submission in sort of the first three rounds, we end up seeing a fight that goes the distance, that goes 25 minutes, that she has to sort of just kind of get through a last 10 minutes, being a little tired, not necessarily having the, the oomph to take Yan Zhaonan to the floor a bunch of times and hunt for finishes. And so that, to me, is one of those, listen, if it gets there and that's how it plays out, it's a nice return for a unit, right? You get 4.5 units back for one, and it makes all of these other expenditures it's it's pure it's all profit. If that's how it plays out, we're still coming away from this fight with a profit. Now, in going with the round picks and going with the the win by round selections, I've done the math, right? I've sat down. This isn't just like, oh, we'll throw it out there and I think she's gonna finish. So let's let's chase odds. I've done the math on this. The only way that I come out of this fight losing money is if Mackenzie Dern wins by stoppage in the second round. Because I've invested a total of 3.5 units. If she wins in the second round, that returns 3.41 units. So I'd be down 0.09 units. That's a risk I'm willing to take. That's a chance I'm willing to take. Because every other combination produces positive returns. Whether we're talking, you know, 3.9 units, 3.91 units for a round one finish, which means a very small profit. Or, you know, crazy numbers like 9.15 units if she gets a fifth round stoppage win. And so to me, the small risk of a second round finish costing me less than 0.1 units is worth the rest of these picks. I do think she gets the victory. We'll see how it plays out. If she wins, we cash some tickets and we just see how much all of that adds up to and where that comes out. Next bet, we've got Honey Barcelos, half a unit to win by decision at plus 300. Barcelos isn't really a big finisher, but I do think he is the superior fighter of the two in his fight with Trevin Jones. Um, he's looking to get back in the win column. Both these guys have lost two straight fights. And a return to me of, of 1.15 units on a half unit bet is pretty reasonable for a guy that I think wins this fight probably three out of four times. Right, like going into even the fight with Timor Valiev and then the fight with Victor Henry after that earlier this year, Barcelos was the favorite. He was a guy that we were talking about as maybe being sort of a dark horse in the bantamweight division. Things didn't break that way, and he suffered these two straight losses. 
but I still think he's the superior fighter of these guys. I think he's in that second 15 in the bantamweight division. And I think he comes out and has a much better performance than he has in these last two fights against the guy in Trevin Jones that presents a little bit of danger. But as I said, he too has lost his last two fights. He's got big power, but doesn't necessarily throw a ton. Barcelos is a fairly smart guy. And so to get plus money on a decision victory from a guy that isn't necessarily a big finisher against a guy that isn't necessarily easy to put away feels like a reasonable reasonable wager for me on Saturday. Next up, Sadiq Youssef, half a unit to win by decision at plus 175. I know a lot of people are going to think this one's crazy because he's facing Don Shanus, who is a 31-year-old promotional newcomer, and Sadiq is a minus 1,000 favorite. But hear me out. Sorry, got a cough. Now you can hear me out. So Shanus has a little pop, as I said on the Punch Drunk Predictions, right? He's He's been finishing guys in the first round. And so I want to make this little play. This feels like a little spot to just get a small little bet in to maybe get a return on Sadiq Youssef, just playing it smart. Because, as I said, he's a minus 1,000 favorite, so we're staying all the way away from that. He's also minus 163 to finish, and the under 1.5 round comes in at minus 163 as well. So all of those things that you would think of from a Sadiq goes out and has a dominant performance don't feel like value to me. But this does. Because if he decides to go out there, and, and look, maybe Don Shanus is better than we all want to give him credit for. I'm hard-pressed to give too much credit to a guy that fought professional opponent and professional loser Jay Ellis just a couple fights back. But you can only face the guys that they stick in front of you. He's beat former UFC fighter Cody Fister. He's beat Chris Lencioni. There's some okay wins in there. There's some finishes, as I said. And so this is just a little play in case Sadiq decides... I'm not going chasing. I'm not putting myself in jeopardy. This is all risk, no reward for me. So let me just go out here, get this victory over this man, get my hand raised, stay out of trouble, and we'll move forward and maybe we'll reschedule the Giga Chikadze fight. Maybe we'll get into something a little bit even higher further up in the rankings than that. Just a small little play. If it happens to go the, di go the distance, half a unit turns into 1.38 units. I'll take that profit. Next up, bantamweight division, John Castaneda and Daniel Santos. I like Castaneda here, so we're going half a unit to win by decision at plus 162 and half a unit to win by stoppage at plus 220. Basically, John Castaneda wins, we win. Those are the things I like. This feels to me like one of those matchups, and I, I know I'm going over things that I said on the Punch Drunk Predictions, so if you've watched that, listened to that, and are back here, I apologize that you're hearing things twice, but for the folks that are only listening to the betting show, only listening to these selections, I've got to get it out there as well. This matchup's weird to me. John Castaneda is coming off two straight wins. Daniel Santos is coming off a loss in his debut. Castaneda is a minus 188 favorite. And so that is, there's no value in that to me. I think he wins this fight, but it's it's too much of a risk to put anything in there for not a great return. But this is a way to get plus money on a guy that I like, and all he has to do is win. And so as long as he wins, as he said, I turn a profit. As spent a unit here, it returns 1.31 units for the decision and 1.60 units for the stoppage. 
So if he goes out and gets a victory, we make 0.3 units or 0.6 units, and small profits are still profits. And for a guy that's down on the year and looking to cash some tickets and looking to claw back some money and get closer to being, you know, in the plus digits, in the plus numbers, situations like this feel like a good spot to, to get a little bit of it. This next one is one where we're trying to get a little bit more maybe than it's not necessarily getting greedy, but it's taking a chance on an underdog. Jessica Panay, Tabitha Ricci, 0.5 units to win on Jessica Panay at plus 180. This is one of two underdog plays, just straight up underdog win plays that I like on this card. Um, she has a Jessica Panay has a considerable height and reach advantage over Tabitha Ricci. She's faced vastly superior competition. And not just talking about going all the way back to, you know, Brandon Marcos and then fighting for the for the strawweight title where she got obliterated by Yona Yen Jacek. I'm talking even recently, right? Emily Ducote is a very good opponent. Win over Karolina Kovalkiewicz is a good win. Win over Luby Godinez in her first fight back in four years is a good win. Whereas Tabitha Ricci lost her debut, fine. Throw that one out. Manon Fioro up a division. Doesn't really count. The win's over... Maria Oliveira and Pollyanna Viana are solid wins, but they don't blow me away. They're not fights where I was like, oh my God, this, I see the tap. I think Tabitha Ricci is going to be a real contender in this division. I'm just not sold. And so I do think that there's the possibility that Panay, being the veteran, knowing how to use her length, being a good grappler herself, being a little bit more skilled, a little bit more savvy is able to go out there and defend some of these takedowns, win some of these scrambles, maybe get into some favorable positions for herself. And I feel like the, the odds in this one are really swayed by recent results, right? And I understand that. That makes complete sense to me and everybody else, right? Tabitha Ricci's coming in on a two-fight winning streak. Of course she's going to be the favorite. But give me the underdog in this situation. Give me the plus money. Give me the chance to make nearly a full unit profit if Jessica Panay goes out and win because that that half unit wager returns 1.4 units if she does get the W. I like the chances. I think it's a close fight. Really interested to see how it plays out, obviously. Next one, half or sorry, a quarter unit. So 0.25 units on Maxim Grishin to win by decision at plus 150. For, for most of while I was setting this up and, and putting all of this together, I, I didn't have any any juice in this fight because it's just it's a fight that I'm not really that keen on. I don't think it's going to be particularly entertaining. I think it's going to be 15 minutes where we're just slogging through 15 minutes. But if you want to give me plus money for Max Grisham going out there and doing what he kind of does and does better, in my opinion, than Felipe Lenz, I'm going to take it. Again, small profits are profits. We're trying to claw back a little bit here. So a little bit of outlay, you know, just a quarter unit, just a, just a little bit to get back 0.63 units, try to get a little bit clawed back in in a fight that I think is a, is really a coin flip where I lean maybe slightly Maxim Grishin. We'll just see. It's not a huge loss if we lose. It's not a huge profit if we if we cash, but it is profit and it would get us closer to being good for the day and slowly claw our way back towards good for the year. Yulia Stolyarenko against Chelsea Chandler. This is one that I think there's some opportunity to, to maybe cash. And look, same with, all, same with everything, same with all of these, with the picks, with these wagers. We don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. These are my assessments, right? These are my 
my thoughts, my breakdowns of these fights and the possibilities that are going to present themselves. And so in this fight, we've got 0.5 units to win by stoppage at plus 250 and 0.25 units that the fight lasts under 1.5 rounds at plus 225, looking at Yulia Stolyarenko for me as, as the victor here. First and foremost, I just think she straight up beats Chelsea Chandler. She's fought better competition. Um, we've seen the toughness. We've seen the resolve. We don't know any of those things about Chelsea Chandler. She's five fights into her career. She hasn't fought anybody of note. She hasn't fought anybody with particularly good record or particularly good wins. And now she's stepping into the UFC against a five-fight UFC veteran who did really well outside of the UFC. The other thing we know is that Stolyarenko is going to be hunting submissions from the jump, primarily armbars. Just sells out for it, goes for it. It's it's what you know. She's coming with you. She's coming at you with. And if you can defend it, great. And if you can't, you're getting armbarred, as Jessica Rose Clark found out. And so to me, the chance to make, and I'm, I'm going straight from my notes here, the chance to make 1.5 units on a finish is too good to pass up. And the quarter unit on the under could be a nice little bonus should she get the job done early. I do think if she finishes, it's early. We saw that just the last time in the Jessica Rose Clark fight, even in the, the Alexis Davis fight, right? She's hunting that armbar early, early, early. And so I don't know what kind of jujitsu skills that Chelsea Chandler has coming from the Caesar Gracie fight team from the 209. But 0.75 units for a potential 2.56 unit return is good math to me. That's good number. That's good values, especially in what feels like a favorable matchup to me. So we're siding with Stolyarenko. We're hoping she gets a sub. We're hoping she gets it quickly. And then we're taking some taking some profits. Last individual fight, my second underdog play, Guido Canetti against Randy Costa. I like Canetti to win. So we've got 0.5 units at plus 240. As I said on the punch drunk predictions, man, Randy Costa is a dude that needs to win in the first round, in the first couple of minutes, historically speaking. He's got six wins in his career. They're all in under 2.2 minutes and 15 seconds. Anything that goes above that, anything that goes into the second round, he's lost. Obviously, you can, you can change your history. You can reverse that. You can change that sort of pattern of things. doesn't have to persist, but I kind of think it will. Like Randy Costa isn't a guy that's coming out here and just blasting you with big power. It's high kicks. It's a good jab, but I don't think he's going to go out there and just run through Guido Canetti, who's a 42-year-old veteran who has been in some tough fights. And sure, he's been beaten a bunch of times. His UFC record is sub 500, but he's coming off a very good performance against Chris Moutinho in a fight that feels like it'll be kind of similar to what we're going to get on Saturday. Now, I think Randy Costa is better than Chris Moutinho. And so it'll probably be a little bit more competitive than that. It won't be as one-sided for Guido Canetti. But I do think that the Argentine has shown an ability to sort of get through some rougher moments and to get through really that first three minutes. Because that's what it feels like he's got to do. Get through that first three minutes, have some success, deal with whatever Randy Costa is throwing at you, work his body a little bit, start taxing the gas tank, start slowing him down, and then go out there and, and put him away or just beat him on the cards, right? Manage to carry him to the end of, make him see the scorecards for the first time in his career. 
it just feels like way too wide a line for me in a fight that should just be a coin flip where Randy Costa needs to finish in a hurry. And so on top of that, it'd be a really nice way to make 1.2 units profit right out of the gate to start the night. So give me Guido Canetti at plus 240 and let's go. Let's see what happens. The other two that are on here, just got to mention them because they are they are every week, every fight card plays. So it's the Punch Drunk Prediction main card parlay. It is 0.25 units, six fighters to win. I like all chalk on, on the main card. So that's Mackenzie Dern, Randy Brown, Honey Barcelos, John Castaneda, uh, Mike Davis, and now I can't remember who the other one is. Sadiq Youssef. If that comes through, it is a plus 637. So we get some profit. It's it's a nice profit, right? It's a good way to it's a good way to start the day. Or it would be a good way to close out the day, I should say. And then the full card parlay, which is 13, 13 fighters at 0.25 units. It's an astronomical number. I'm not gonna lie. It is plus 110,205 in terms of the odds. So if that one cashes, if this is if this is the week where I go perfect, and I haven't been perfect in a long, long time. It's been a couple of years now since we've had a perfect night. If this happens to be the night where, where we have a perfect night, we're suddenly going all the way into the profit, all the way into the black in terms of successes. And I'll be on. I'll, I'll be back on here on Saturday with on Sunday with Harry for next day takeaways. Just giggling, just giggling about getting thirteen for thirteen. I don't think it's going to come, but I make these bets. The reason I make these plays is just in case, right? Because there's nothing that would suck more. There is nothing that would suck more than to go thirteen for thirteen or twelve for twelve or whatever it is, perfect for a fight card, and not a just dabbled a little not just put a i mean it's a quarter of a unit we're not going to miss it it's not a huge amount if these two don't come in it's half a unit total but if one of them does or both of them do we're golden so we put them out there in all for ufc vegas 61 it's eight units wagered all we could do now sit here see how things play out it's been a rough start hoping to get it going to the positive again Glad to be back. I'm glad you guys are with us. As always, thank you for for tuning in, for following both this channel and the Substack, for following me on Twitter, for supporting the boys at Severe. We love you. We appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the fights. Hope you cash some tickets. We'll talk to you on Sunday.